Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What about this card at Rose Hill this afternoon? We get to see the return of King's Gambit, the favourite for the Golden Slipper, and also the Blue Diamond. Team Snowden will make a decision after today whether King's Gambit heads back to Melbourne to compete in a Blue Diamond. Uh, but he's still the favourite, of course, uh, for the Golden Slipper, and he dominates the Canterbury Stakes market today. He's into a dollar thirty-five, and he's trialled super. The Snowdens are happy with him, and he does look tough to beat. And then we've got this most intriguing clash for the two-year-old fillies in the Widden Stakes, where we get to see the debut of this uh, Justify filly, um, trained by Annabelle Neesham, learning to fly, who's had good support since the final field was announced and betting commenced once the final field um, came out there on Wednesday. And she's now into $3.80 with Chad Schofield taking the ride. Mickey Gaddon joins me now to preview this card on a Saturday morning. Thanks for the great tip off. G'day, Mick. Morning, Gareth. How are you? Good. Thank you, mate. Soft five when we woke up this morning looking at the track conditions there at Rose Hill, but it's a hot day in Sydney as well. So will we get to a good four by the time we get to the first? Maybe not by the time it gets the first three, but I'd suggest by race two or race three, we'll get an upgrade to a good four. And it just seems to be really interesting to see how the track plays today. I've spoken to a few um, a few pro punters that are you know, seemingly in the nod. I, I had the track masters on pace um, with leaders' advantage. There is a, a second theory out there that maybe a little bit early on it might play fair, and then as the track does dry out, you're looking more leaderish. So it'd be very interesting to see how you play out. My suggestion is that from races five, Onwards, uh, leaders will be in an advantage as the track dries out. So the Canterbury Stakes is raced two over the eleven hundred meters at Group Three level. We've got King's Gambit that dominates the betting at a dollar thirty-five. Red Resistance at five dollars, the second favourite that won nicely on debut in Sydney a few weeks back, and then Shinzo that makes its debut for Chris Waller and Brenton Abdella, currently around that seven dollar quote. When you have a look at your facts and figures on the debut effort of King's Gambit, how much better is he than? Um, the other two roles that you've seen this season, Mick? Yeah, so Don Colleone probably produced a slightly better figure on my stuff, G, than King's Gambit. But I think it's important to note that you know, King's Gambit could come out today and, and, and just go bang and produce another bit, uh, another you know peak figure here. In regards to this race, though, there's a four-length difference between uh, King's Gambit's debut run and Red Resistance' debut run, and you know they're the top two in the market here. So you'd have to see a significant regression from King's Gambit and a significant improvement from Red Resistance. I think we will see a significant improvement from Red Resistance, maybe a yeah. length or two, but I don't think we're going to see a horse like King's Gambit regress off, off its debut run. It's always fascinating to try and work these two-year-olds out because you pointed it out the other day with the instructor that was impressive winning his Blue Diamond preview. And he made it back-to-back victories for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. But he's a horse that seems to be, when you watch him, he just just does what he needs to do. So you're just not quite sure what his level is. And with these babies, they can improve out of sight from start to start. And some can go backwards as well um, in their first preparation of racing. So 
It'll be interesting to see how King's Gambit goes this afternoon. What about the winning stakes for the two-year-old Phillies? We've got learning to fly. That it, Everybody wanted to talk about this filly. I was, when I was on the Gold Coast, Mickey, they had a luncheon there, the carbine luncheon for um, the Magic Millions Week, and Tom Magnius spoke at it, and he was talking about his, his love for Justify and the faith that his legendary um, father, Johnny Massar, oh, not Johnny, um, um, John Magnia has for Justify, the, the Triple Crown winner, and what a job he thinks he'll do in the breeding barn. Of course, his two-year-olds are stepping out for the first time this season, and learning to fly is one of those. And Tom Magnia, um, last year at the Magic Million Sale, had the announcement, who whoever's the first Justify to win a big race um, will win a Ferrari. So they believe that this is the filly that might be the horse that can win Justify his first major event in Australia, and um, she's trial like a bomb. It'll be interesting to see how she goes. When we had a chat to Annabelle Neesham there on Thursday for the Stable Mail, you can tell in her voice, Mickey, that she's excited, but with these babies, you just want to see them do it on the track. She has every right to be excited, G. That last trial was super. Um, she will pay the perfect proposal, who does have the race experience. But as you say, you know, turning up on race day and executing is probably, you know, 95% of, of the job. And what you do in the trials plays a big part in the lead up here. But now this horse has got to get to the races. It's got to parade well. Uh, it's got to get out of the track. It's a bit hot and, you know, steamy. It's a bit humid here in Sydney today. So we just don't know. And if you were planning on having a bet in this race, I'd be watching the mounting yard, yeah. getting a really good indication as to how these horses parade because, you know, they could just turn it up here and, and it wouldn't be the first and it won't be the last time we see a two-year-old uh, turn it up in the uh, in the mounting yard, G. So have you got a selection in this race? Uh, to be fair with you, mate, no. I, this is yeah. a race that I really wanted to avoid. I, I understand that, you know, it's a good race. I know Dino was really keen on learning to fly. And if you're just purely working off the trials and that's your play, learning to fly here. What I would say is perfect proposal obviously um, has a lot of speed, drawn well, Tim Clark's on, goes forward from the 1,100 metres, makes every post the winner. So I had perfect proposal on top, but I, with no confidence at all, G. Yeah, we got a couple of good pushes in that race from the trainers when we had a chat to them on Thursday in the Witten Stakes. Geez, Paul Snowden was confident with um, his galloper, um, uh, which, of course, was Divine Glory, said that she's just bomb-proof. She's a two-year-old that knows what she's doing. She worked the house down the other day. I know Chris Waller's got a big opinion of Sigur Flick, who's in the market as well. So, nah, and, and Dino was keen on Mumbai Muse with our weekend previews, being a little bit easy. Probably he needs to have something small each way today, but he's indicating that this horse will be better um, as her preparation goes on. So, yep, I, I love these two-year-old races because they are fascinating to watch because you just don't know how good some of these these gallopers are, and we'll learn a lot exactly after. Right. Yeah. Um, and you can throw into the mix there, Joe. You can throw Steel City in the mix, which is supposedly um, Mara Eustace's best two-year-old. Yeah. So, you know, based on that, we've almost covered, you know, five out of the <laughs> um, the nine-horse field there, and uh, which is exactly why I'll be staying out. What are we doing today then, from a punning perspective? Which horses have you found at this Rose Hill card? Yeah, I, let's just um, go straight to the best bet of the day, and, and you know, a lot of people probably fall for cheeky, but I'm going to go with Spacewalk. I, I think this is Spacewalk's race to win. I think it's, um, it can go forward with a one and a half kilo claim for Reese Jones. 
It's going to sit on speed. Clearly the best horse in the race. It's been gilded um, previous to this. It did run a career peak last start and was desperately unlucky. So it's only got to just get out, get out, get some luck last start. It goes even closer. Many will tell you it wouldn't have won. Fair income, that's they're just talking out of their pocket. They probably later it, it would have won. It'll be winning today for Martin G. Race seven, number ten, Space Walk is the best of the day. I'll tell you what though, I've got three horses that I am against before we get into some value runners. I'm very much against Forbidden Love in race eight. Oh, this is a bit of an afterthought given that they open the extensions um, of nominations for um, for this race. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, Forbidden Love's a big risk. I think race nine, Bold Mac, is a big risk with um, J-Max on, but you're paying the J-Max tax. And then in race 10, I want punters to be wary of think about it. It's only around the $2 mark. Might even start a little shorter. It's coming out of a provincial, sorry, provincial midweek form lines that aren't that strong. This horse has a lot of upside. Could be listed quality, but gee, you want to see it before you take $2. Very wary about that horse as well, Jay. So I like it. Taking on a few horses there at the prices at Randwick. What about some value runners then? Yeah, best value of the day comes in race nine. We touched on this in the previous show. And punters, if you're not tuning into the previous show, Fair Nick, and you're missing out, there's always some great insight there. Race nine, number one, super strike. Amy McLucas on board. Amy McLucas is the best striking jockey at Rose Hill today. She rides the track better than anyone else at the moment. She does have you know low data points there, but between her and J-Math, they dominate uh, of recent uh, times. And this horse gets the blinkers on, which we saw Richard Collard apply blinkers on to Rip last week and get some success. So Richard's um, really started coming to his own as well. It's going to sit hopefully behind Major Artie in the run and, you know, it's not a real fast tempo here. I think this peels off Major Artie's back and has a last crack late. You're getting $8.50. That's a great each-way bet. Race 9 of 1, Super Strike. Yeah, you're keen on that. That's your horse for the weekend preview. Multi-Super Strike at a terrific each-way prize. What do you got after that, Mickey G? Yeah, I think the last race is really interesting, and I think we got the chocolates last week. In the in the last one, we found a couple of runners. I think we're going to do it again, but we're going to be against the favourite. Think about it. There's two horses that are going to uh, one horse that's going to roll forward here. Four Valor gets a very hungry Brett Preble on, and we, we had Gay Waterhouse on the program not so long ago, and she suggested that you know having Brett on, he's really hungry rider at the moment. This horse is going to go forward. It's going to dictate terms. You know, if this wasn't a, if it wasn't getting speed map favours, I probably wouldn't be leaning towards it. But it's going to just get a great time of the front. And, Brett can produce a good front-running rider. It's going to give you huge sight. And the other horse is from the Richard Collett Stable Super Pursuit. You're getting around $12 here for that horse as well. I think if you can back both of those, I think we'll be able to um, get the favourite role in the last and uh, maybe bring some value to your exotics as well. Terrific value there in the last, say, for Velour, around $10 for Waterhouse and Bot. Oh, I agree with you. Bomb-proof this galloper. On pace, makes its own luck. Um the son of Zeus star and Brett Preble, he's hit the ground running all right, I think. He rode a winner there on Australia Day at Warwick Farm for Annabelle Neesham. He had a winner on his first day of racing there in Sydney and um, he's riding in good form, B Preble. So you get $10 for four Valor um, at a good price. And then the other tip in that race, what price? We Super Pursuit, the one around $10 there. So two terrific value hopes. Have you got anything outside of Rose Hill out wide today, Mickey G? Ah, uh, you know I do, G. You know I do. I've actually, I'll tell you what, I'll just bring it up because I've got one for punters tomorrow on a, on a Sunday as well. And, you know, yeah. that's where we, that's all we're <laughs> after. Fill up on a Saturday, lean into a Sunday. But first of all, we're going to go to Newcastle, race four, number eight. Bo, Bo, beware. This horse steps up in distance today by Dundeal and will relish the rising trip. You're getting around the $4 mark for Bo, Bo, aware. And then we're going to go to the Sapphire Coast tomorrow. This one is for... Mitch Beer, Patriot, Bloodstock. This is race three, number four, Open Sky. 
we did have Mitch Lloyd on earlier in the week, and he suggested this horse would improve with the wink, blinkers coming off and the winkers going on. Uh, what I can tell you, G, is if, if that improves the horse, it'll be winning because its form lines from its last race when it ran four have been franked and franked properly. So race three, number four, open sky, the Sapphire Coast tomorrow is a cracking bet as well. Good on you, Mickey. Good luck today. And we can catch all of your action on the great tip-off with your previews, staking plan, of course, um, speed maps. You've got it all, a hamburger with a lot basically there. So we just head to the great tip-off, type in your name. Um, and we can find you there. Absolutely, mate. That's the way to, the way to do it. GreatTipOff.com, Michael Gannon, and you'll be able to pick up all the um, action for Saturday and Sunday. Good punting. Thanks for that. Thanks, Jay. Have a good one.